Welcome to another episode of Chuck with Gabe. I'm here, my sidekick is here. Here. And so is our guest. Let's get started. Who do we have on today's show? Today we are continuing with our season four fun with actor, producer, and host, Cash Hovey. And this will be a good interview, but before we get started, let's give a shout out to our sponsors, Fate Life Clothing, BCK Online, and Link PR. Fate Life Clothing is a unique clothing line out of Atlanta, Georgia, geared towards those who love intoxicating style. BCK Online is a digital online magazine that keeps you in the know and up to date with new entertainers, rising stars, parents, and much more. And our new addition to the family, Link PR, is definitely the missing link to your success in the entertainment industry. I'm glad both Fade Life and BCK are back for another season, and welcome Link PR. Alright guys, go grab your snacks, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Cash, welcome to the show. Very glad you could join us for an episode of Just Talk With Gabe. Gabe, thank you so much for having me. Man, thank you for being on. So let's get into it. You are an actor and producer and host of your own show on Air of Cash. So tell us how you got started in the industry overall. Well, well, I was always performing when I was a kid. Uh, growing up in L.A., I had parents in the industry, so I was able to visit sets. I was just always mesmerized by every aspect, just watching actors work and the directors. And um, I started making my own films when I was probably about 10. Yeah, we have a, we have a couple of things on VHS that we would uh, just kind of cops and robber stuff or whatever, whether it was Mortal Kombat or whatever we were mimicking in our um, Ghostbusters, of course. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, when I was about 15, that's when I, I did a showcase, got an agent. And then um, I did a couple short films. I made some stuff in college. I, would, I booked a couple commercials. And then I, I actually did take a break, and I and then I got into when I left uh, when I graduated actually college. I um, I was working at a voiceover studio, and then I got back into acting. I got a manager. We collaborated on two films, and here we are now. Oh, that's a great Scott, great start. Yeah, Absolutely. definitely. Oh, As an you. actor, what would you say is your favorite genre to portray? I I really do enjoy drama. I yes, really, I, I do. Yeah, I do too. It's, just, I like uh, characters that are layered and that are complex. And especially when you have, I just, and it's such a teamwork filmmaking too. So when you have the cast and the director and we're all sharing our visions and really bringing it to life, it's just magic. That's awesome. Drama yeah. you can do, I think, like a lot with more so than I would say any other type of genre. Exactly. See, I admire you guys as actors. I don't think I could do it because people are looking at me. And so <laughs> I just, you know you're in this big dramatic scene and you look up at you know a, a grip or a, a director and then i would just probably go okay i'm gonna go back to my little cubby hole now i Aww. admire you guys <laughs> it's fun you can yeah, get it it's fun it. yeah it's fun doing something big and dramatic in front of like hundreds of people yeah see? staring at you with lights and cameras and <laughs> thank mics you. thank you <laughs> yeah, it's fun uh, yes what is the one project as an actor that you've done that you relate to the most? Wow. Um, one of my, like the first starring film I had was a, a movie called Jack and Cocaine. It was about um, these two characters that were struggling with addiction. And at that point in my life, I had known, I had, I'd lost a few people because of addiction and there were, so it was, it was kind of a, a subject that was relatable to me. I'd lost some friends, a few relatives who, 
unfortunately aren't there. So I felt, um, and then there was a vulnerability to the character of Jack as he's, he's, he's struggling, but then there's a positive outcome in his journey. And then it is, there is a love story and about connecting and coming to terms with your past. So I remember uh, really just being able to connect with that character. And I was trying to bring my own life experiences and losses to it. And I feel like it was one of the roles that really just challenged me as an actor. Oh, wow. wow. That sounds like a very good one. It does. Thank you. Who would be your dream acting collaboration and why? Oh, wow. Um, hmm. you, uh, I'd have to say I'd love to be in a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. I just watched his new one, Licorice Pizza. And I, I've been a fan since Boogie Nights, Magnolia. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. He's so... It's just, I love his writing and I mean, especially with Boogie Nights, that was a movie that I just, I studied so many times because there's, the characters are so interesting and I just felt like I just, I was watching it to find out more about the characters and you just look at that cast, you had, you know, Mark Wahlberg, Burt right. Reynolds, yeah. uh, Don Cheadle, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Julianne Moore, Heather Graham and everyone, I, I think that's what I get out of his movies, The be- even with Licorice Pizza, I mean, for me it's, you know, it, 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 it's even though it takes place a couple decades before I was growing up, uh, a lot of his movies just really, I feel like they capture the time and the people. And it's it's just always a fun experience. That's good. I still need, you know what? I still haven't seen Licorice Pizza. So, okay. I haven't seen any of like the movies that have been nominated for the Oscars. Yeah. 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 You know, I'm just getting my screeners in. So I think uh, they should be on your way too. And uh, I know it's playing, I think a couple Lemley theaters are playing it, but it's it's a great movie. It takes place in the 70s and it's, really about this i mean i actually can relate to the kid because i remember being 15 and being in the industry and kind of having older friends you know you're trying to be more mature and adapt to the adult world and it was just so um it's it's like those things that he puts in there like wow that was me when i was 15 i totally remember those uh those experiences oh that's cool okay it's on my i can't wait it's on my list yeah (laughs) if you could write the perfect role for yourself what would it be and why wow um I'd like to play a character that's um, that the audience can really connect with. Uh, I, I like per- I, I'd like to play someone who's who's flawed, but he's trying to be a good person. And also, like I said, I I like people with uh, or characters with layers because I yeah. just feel like that's where the that's where it goes. So yeah, I mean, I think just a great performance with a great cast and um, uh, just really, I'd, I'd love to just create a great complex character. And if people find it relatable, that's awesome. That's good. That's, good. that's yeah. Yeah, I think that's what I would want to, to I create think, a character that people can relate to. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think that's so important when you're writing your characters and, you know, that people can relate mm-hmm. and find a little bit of themselves in it. Yeah. You know? So that, yeah, that's perfect, Cash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As a producer, which project has been your crowning achievement and why? As a producer, well, I really would have to say right now on air with Cash because it, it, this really just came up as an experiment. We were, I was, I, I had been listening to podcasts. I was getting into it. And um, a colleague of mine, Michael Rosenbaum from um, Guardians of the Galaxy in Smallville, he, he had, he was, he turned me on to his podcast and we were working together. And I just really liked the art form of connecting with people that uh, I admired. I was like, wow, that's such a great art form. And so when the pandemic happened, this really started us with a, we were just doing Insta live stories with other colleagues to, as a way to stay connected and finding some fun activities. And then my dad got me the on air with cash sign for a birthday. Cause I was, I made a home studio set up and kind of the show was born and it's one thing created the next thing. And 
it's really allowed and, and also gave me an opportunity, me and my mom, to work together after all these years. So she's one of the producers on the show. And we were, were able to celebrate um, some wins at Film Fest LA Live, which is always nice. So, yeah, this is, I'd say right now, this is kind of where I'm at. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's cool. That yeah. means you get to work with your mom and not a lot of people you get, know, to, say get to say that. So that's mm-hmm. that's really awesome. Exactly. Now, you're continuing down this production road, being a producer. Who is your A-list team to produce on a project and why? Oh, my goodness. There's there's so oh, I, that question. I could answer that so many different ways. Oh, it's that's always hard because there's so many different movies I just love and different directors, actors, actresses, producers that I like for specific reasons. But here, I'll tell you this. If um, if I had the opportunity to um, if I had the opportunity, I wouldn't turn down a Tarantino and DiCaprio collaboration. Awesome. awesome. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to just throw this out there. The universe is going to grant that. Yeah, and I want that too. Yeah, I am fine. going to be you all's PA. Yes. Uh, you got it. I'm I'm making Starbucks runs for everybody. Yeah. Aww. That's hey. As long as you're in the room. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. Okay. So you are the host of On Air with Cash. How have you seen yourself evolve as a host from your first show until now? Well, um, hmm. I feel like I've. It's been great to connect with every guest that we have on because I talk to other actors, producers, musicians, filmmakers. It's always fun when we have a conversation and we discover that there's some kind of connection, whether it's someone else we've worked with in the past. It's always it's always fun when we start discussing and a project comes up and you realize there's like a six degrees of separation between like, oh, my gosh, you were we were both at that festival at the same time or at the same time we were or at different times we were working with uh, this director. And here we are now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what's the one thing that actually hosting the show has taught you that you couldn't have learned if you were just being an actor or a producer? Well, um, really, I mean, hosting, I had done some hosting prior. There was cert- I had been doing events uh, prior to the show and to the pandemic, which are fortunately opening up now. I think, really, I, I started just doing more. Re- I would learn more about the other actors uh, who... I've either worked with or who are doing other great things. And yeah, I think it's, it's really that just really doing the research. And I know a lot of, um, I've, it's, it's always, it's always nice when I connect with someone period, but then it's nice too, when it's like, Oh, wow. It's sometimes I'll bring up something that they're like, wow, you actually saw that movie of mine or it's, you know, cause I mean, a lot of people that I have on, we, I feel like I've shared a connection or there's been an interest in like some piece of work that they did. Uh, was meaningful to me. So to be able to sit down and talk with them, it's it's like, wow, you know, I really want them to know how much I appreciate their time and uh, the work that they've done. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Now, Cash, who has been the most memorable guest on your show and why? Oh, gosh. We actually just had Carrie Elwes on around the holidays. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, that was, a, you know, um, I I watched his movies uh, since I was a kid. I mean, Princess Bride was definitely my favorite. yeah. That's and, a good one. Uh, that's a good oh, one. it's a classic. I mean, I was, I mean, me and my friends that uh, and Ghostbusters and all these other things, we would, I mean, that was definitely a character I would dress up as. We we're always doing sword fights and stuff. <laughs> like that. Uh, and actually, it's funny because I actually, I, I became friends with him uh, when I was, I was at, um, I was at a, gosh, um, I'm totally going to name drop it as part of the story. So when I was um, a teenager, um, I went with my parents to Nicolas Cage's uh, Halloween party. It was awesome. Nice. There were so many people. I was like, oh my God, so-and-so's there. And uh, I was, re- at the time, I was really into Stanley Kubrick. And so I, I went uh-huh. to Alex from A Clockwork Orange. And uh, Carrie was with his wife and he he kind of passed by. He says, he's like, mate, I really like that costume. And I realized who it was. And I'm like, 
I was like frozen for a minute. I'm like, you were my first costume ever. And he was like, all right, that's <laughs> awesome. Let's take a picture together. I, I don't have that Polaroid, but we've since taken numerous pictures together since and became friends. Um, so yeah, he's been a, it's uh, yeah, that was really cool. And then to have oh, him on the show. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And so when he, um, yeah, um, I, uh, we became friends. We've attended a lot of his events. He's always been uh, super cool uh, to me and my mom and, and, and a thought of us. And uh, I reached out to him around the holidays when he had his new movie with Rook Shields out, uh, Castle for Christmas. And we came on and uh, we did our thing and it was uh, really uh, remarkable. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Right. We're going to go to the commercial break. Okay. Cash, would right. you stay around for some fun coming back? Absolutely. Okay, guys. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Oh, welcome back, guys. If you've not downloaded the Anchor.fm app, do it. Do it. Start making your own podcast today, and let's get back into the show. The fun round. All right, Cash. What is your favorite city and why? Uh, I got to shout out L.A. I love my town. I love L.A., yeah. Exactly. This is my home. But I do love traveling, um, New York, uh, London. Uh, I've done Las Vegas. So, yeah, and I, um, I I love exploring new places as well. But I got hats off uh, to my town, L.A. Oh, yeah. yeah. L.A. is the best, I would have oh, to yeah. say. Mm-hmm. If money was no object, what would you buy? If money was no object, you know what? I'd um, I'd put it all into making a phenomenal film with, just really the cast and just some of the questions we were fielding earlier, like just really putting the dream team together and then really um, finding um, just really getting parts to a lot of my team and my colleagues who have been there from the start. So I would, I'd really want to put it into a great project. Oh, that's good. That's a very good idea. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Cash, would you rather dance like nobody's watching or watch the person dancing? Oh, I'll dance like nobody's watching. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd break something if I just tried to dance. Yeah, you like a hip or something? Yeah. No, not a hip, like everything. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? So the weekend rolls around. Yes, you just want to throw everything aside and let's party. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> Gabe will watch us because, yeah, we don't necessarily want him on the dance floor because it might get a little dangerous for us all. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Definitely. Not the moves? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> A detriment to dancers what, everything what oh uh, why what's it what do you dance i do not dance and that's oh, the problem <laughs> yeah we we've tried to make it happen and yeah let's just say we have not had any success yet we're yeah. gonna keep trying. we're gonna get there one day one <laughs> day right. I, will, I will dance ah uh, just get out there and go for it yeah <laughs> which fictional character will be on the top of your list to meet in real life wow you know what um Gosh, I grew growing up. Back to the Future was probably my favorite movie, and uh, so uh, yeah. I'd say Marty McFly. I'd love to go back in time and ride a hoverboard and do all that uh, that fun stuff. And uh, yeah, that would be fun. I still need fun for those today. flying cars. Oh yeah, we still need flying cars. Exactly. Yes, exactly. we do. <laughs> Delorean flying cars. At- yes. yes, exactly. What is the most ridiculous thing that someone has ever convinced you into believing? Oh wow. Um, you know, I had such a wild imagination when I was a kid. Like I said, we were always making movies and uh, dressing up and doing stuff like that. So, you know, if you, if you told the five-year-old version of myself that, and my friends that we could be real-life Ninja Turtles and Ghostbusters, I think we probably believed that at some point in time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, who's your favorite Ninja Turtle? Oh, gosh. I was, I was always a Michelangelo. Love my oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> he's the party dude. No, he's the guy who will dance like no one's watching. That's oh, yeah, true. that's true. <laughs> With some pizza in hand. Yep. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> what was the last movie that you watched in a theater? In the theater. That was uh, House of Gucci. 
Oh, how was that? How was that? I was really, you know, I saw it in the theater and actually just watched the screener again. I thought uh, the acting was great. It was, I really wasn't familiar with the story until watching it. So it was, it, it was one of those movies that I really enjoyed. I thought everyone's performances were excellent. But then I, after leaving the theater, I went home and I was doing all this research because I was so fascinated with the story. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Yeah, we got to get around to watching that. We have to. We Great have movie. to. If you could only take five things for Desert Island, what would they be? Okay. Definitely water. I need books. I pro- I know it's a desert island, but it's if it's my world, I'll put up plasma in there so I can watch my content. And then I <laughs> And then uh, if I'm on a beach, yeah, let's get a surfboard and a jet ski and I'll, uh, I'm happy. Oh, okay. nice. Awesome. Now, if your life was a movie, what songs or like, what type of genre would you want the soundtrack to be? No, I think any Panic of the Disco album would be a great Oh, yeah. Movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. That's mm-hmm. a good one. <laughs> now, which movie, in your opinion, needs a sequel? Wow. You know, we live in a time of franchise films and reboots. I think a sequel nowadays is pretty much guaranteed. If, um, you know, I've, I got to be honest, I'm not much of a sequel person. If, if I love the original movie, and I think a lot of the movies that, um, like, I absolutely love that stand alone, I don't know if I would actually want to see a sequel to it. Um, That's true. Because, I mean, because sometimes, you know, a movie does really well, and of course, I get it from a business perspective. You have to go, but it's, there's always that thing, I'm just never satisfied, or I don't, or I'm holding on to the original rush that I got from the first movie, but... Um, right. Yeah, but but I do have to say there have been a handful of sequels that have really held up, whether it's Godfather 2, Terminator 2. Uh-uh. Um, yeah, just there's very few classics. So, um, yeah, let's let's find out and let's see if, if there's another movie that comes along that can prove me wrong. Yeah, yeah that's true. You, you hit the one I was going to say, Godfather 2. Yeah, oh, yeah. the one that Terminator was, 2. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Legendary films. Absolutely. Yeah. But I think like maybe Dracula Untold is a sequel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have yeah. you seen that one, Cash? I have, yes. Oh, I yeah. love that movie. That was good. a good one. Yeah. That one definitely needs a sequel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. I'd vote for that. Yeah. Yeah. You got all our votes. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather play Monopoly or Clue? You know what? I would actually, I'd say Clue because honestly, I don't think I've ever, I don't know if I've played Clue. I remember playing Monopoly a lot when I was a kid, but I don't have a memory of Clue. So, uh, yeah, I don't I'd have like a memory of Clue either. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd like to go back and have a, have a new memory of that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, you have one person to give a shout-out to. Who is it, and why did you pick them? Uh, hey, I'll give a shout-out to my mom. She brought me into this world. She's been supportive uh, my whole career, and now we get to work together. Love you, Mom. Thank you. All oh, right. that's awesome. That's awesome. What is the one piece of advice you would give to kids who want to be in the industry? Wow. Um, I really believe in yourself and be, and be passionate about what what it is you want to do. I'm, I'm not always one to give advice because – I mean, if, I mean I, I'm more like all – I like relating to people and I'll tell you my story. And if that helps you along the way, I look at that as a win. I feel like, um, I feel like, cause when I was younger, I really wanted to you know, be in the movies and um, I was really into acting and I was uh, really just passionate about my career. And then like, like I was saying with licorice pizza, it's like that movie or even like almost famous. I just remember there were times when you feel like you're in this adult world and you're a lot gets thrown at you. And um, I felt like there was a period where I just even being in the industry, I just, I, I had a, a lot of experience, you know, whether it was loss of friends or just experiences that you have being in the industry. And it was, I was holding on to some, um, some memories. And so I, it made me not want to be in the industry for a bit. So I went to college, I got my degree and then, but I'm, I'm glad, but you know, some people, they just, 
they, you know, they're very talented and they can just get out there and, um, and they have uh, successful careers. And, but for me personally, that's, I, I needed to go through, um, you know, I needed to go to college and I needed to, uh, get, you know, get an education and learn some new things. And I felt like that journey in itself for me, and I, I was able to find closure with some of the past and some of the experiences I had, and then get on with, um, really just have a career. You know, I learned uh, business and then, you know, when the industry came back around again, I was able to, I did a Jack and cocaine and undateable John, and I've worked with some great people. So I, you know, really, I think it's just really don't lose track of what's important to you. And if you're really passionate about it, just go all in. And I think to, you know, really surround yourself with people who encourage you and, you know, you're going to meet certain people who let you down or say they're going to do something for you. But as long as you make it through and you, um, you learn something from that experience. It's a part of life. So just, yeah, I'd, I'd really just say, you know, be passionate about what you're doing, stay strong and, uh, you know, get through it, believe in yourself. That's great That's advice. Nice, definitely. In addition to all that you have going on, what's next for you? Wow. Um, you know, I'm actually, I'm currently working on a film now. We're supposed to wrap in a few weeks. And then uh, there's a few more projects that we're, uh, I'm developing uh, with a, few, a couple different teams. So I think it's going to be a good year. It right. sounds like it. Yeah, it's going to be great. Like Right. What is the one thing you want our audience to know about you? Yeah, um, I'm an open book. If uh, you're interested in something, uh, drop me a line. Okay. That's great. That's great. And then the final question, where can people find you on social media? Yes, I'm on uh, all the uh, what, Twitter, Instagram. Instagram is mainly the one I use. I'm um, it's uh, My name is Cash, K-A-S-H. Last name is H-O-V as in Victor E-Y. Um, those are my handles on all the social media sites. And then I also do have an Instagram for on air with cash. And uh, you can, uh, that's also our YouTube channel on air with cash. We have all of our episodes and uh, yeah, just, I love connecting with artists. Uh, feel free to draw me a line or uh, give us a shout out. And uh, yeah, I appreciate your input. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Cash. Thanks so much, Cash. We have enjoyed having you on. Definitely. It's been a pleasure being on. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Did you guys enjoy the show? I know we did. Thanks to Cash for joining us today. Check out On Air of Cash and make sure you tune in next week for our season four finale. See you guys later. Peace out.